O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Blessed are you, Sovereign God, Creator of all. To you be glory and praise for ever. You founded the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. In the fullness of time you made us in your image, and in these last days you have spoken to us in your Son, Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh. As we rejoice in the gift of your presence among us, let the light of your love always shine in our hearts, your Spirit ever renew our lives, and your praises ever be on our lips. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Psalm 42 As the deer longs for the water brooks, so longs my soul for you, O God. My soul is a thirst for God, even for the living God. When shall I come before the presence of God? My tears have been my bread day and night, while all day long they say to me, Where is now your God? Now when I think on these things, I pour out my soul. How I went with the multitude and led the procession to the house of God with the voice of praise and thanksgiving among those who kept holy day. Why are you so full of heaviness, O my soul? And why are you so disquieted within me? O oh, put your trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, who is the help of my countenance and my God. My soul is heavy within me. Therefore I will remember you from the land of Jordan, and from Hermon, and the hill of Mitzah. Deep calls to deep in the thunder of your waterfalls, all your breakers and waves have gone over me. The Lord will grant his loving kindness in the daytime. Through the night his song will be with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? And why go I so heavily while the enemy oppresses me? As they crush my bones, my enemies mock me, while all day long they say to me, Where is now your God? Why are you so full of heaviness, O my soul? And why are you so disquieted within me? O put your trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, who is the help of my countenance and my God. Let us pray. Come, Creator Spirit, source of life, 
sustain us when our hearts are heavy and our wells have run dry. For you are the Father's gift, with him who is our living water, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The first reading is from the second book of Chronicles, beginning at chapter 7, verse 1. When Solomon had ended his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests could not enter the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord filled the Lord's house. When all the people of Israel saw the fire come down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed down on the pavement with their faces to the ground and worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifice before the Lord. King Solomon offered as a sacrifice 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated the house of God. The priests stood at their posts. The Levites also, with the instruments for music to the Lord that King David had made for giving thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever, whenever David offered praises by their ministry. Opposite them, the priests sounded trumpets and all Israel stood. Solomon consecrated the middle of the court that was in front of the house of the Lord, for there he offered the burnt offerings and the fat of the offerings of well-being, because the bronze altar Solomon had made could not hold the burnt offering and the grain offering and the fat parts. At that time, Solomon held the festival for seven days and all Israel with him, a very great congregation, from Lebo Hamath to the Wadi of Egypt. On the eighth day, they held a solemn assembly, for they had observed the dedication of the altar for seven days and the festival for seven days. On the 23rd day of the seventh month, he sent the people away to their homes, joyful and in good spirits, because of the goodness that the Lord had shown to David and to Solomon and to his people Israel. Thus, Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house. All that Solomon had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he successfully accomplished. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon in the night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and consecrated this house so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. As for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, doing according to all that I have commanded you and keeping my statutes and my ordinances, then I will establish your royal throne as I made covenant with your father David, saying, you shall never lack a successor to rule over Israel. 
But if you turn aside and forsake my statutes and my commandments that I have set before you, and go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will pluck you up from the land that I have given you. And this house, which I have consecrated for my name, I will cast out of my sight and will make it a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And regarding this house, now exalted, everyone passing by will be astonished and say, why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to this house? Then they will say, because they abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and they adopted other gods, and worshipped them and served them. Therefore he has brought all this calamity upon them. The second reading is from the Gospel according to John, beginning at chapter 18, verse 28. Then they took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. 
It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate asked him, What is truth? After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him, but you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? They shouted in reply, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a bandit. O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. 
who has come to his people and set them free. He, he has, has raised, raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Let us pray for the Church and for the world, and let us thank God for his goodness. We pray for our homes, families, friends, and all whom we love. We ask that this weekend may bring time for renewing of relationships, for recreation and play, for peace and joy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those whose time is spent caring for others. We ask God's blessing on all carers and on all for whom this weekend will be a time of work, especially those working in health and social care and in the emergency services. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are close to death. We ask God to be near all those whose lives are drawing to an end and to console and strengthen all who are watching and waiting with them. We pray too for those who work in hospices and for all healthcare chaplains in their ministry to the sick and dying. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who have lost hope. We ask the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, to draw near to all those who are isolated, anxious, burdened by feelings of guilt or shame, or who are abandoned and helpless. We pray too for the compassion and courage to reach out to all whom we know to be in distress. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Finally, we pray for the worship of the Church. We ask God's blessing on all preparing to lead 
and participate in church services tomorrow, especially for all preachers, church musicians, servers and welcomers, and those who lead worship and learning for families, children and young people. We pray that all God's people will be renewed and enlivened through worship to bring the good news to others by word and deed in the week ahead. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Rejoicing in our fellowship with the saints at rest, let us commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Almighty God, who alone can bring order to the unruly wills and passions of sinful humanity, give your people grace so to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God.